there's nothing wrong with starting over, but there's definitely nothing wrong with admitting that you failed. Doesn't mean that you're a failure, but failure is the operative word in like starting over. Like you failed at something. So you have to be able to kind of like redeem yourself from it. But for anybody who was listening, again, this is Loud Mouth Stereo. Shannon's going to do the introduction that she normally does when we get into the shooting the shit. And then we got the topic, which is starting over after failure. What's up, y'all? My name is Shan. As Greg said, I'm from the She Gets It podcast. And this is Loud Mouth Stereo. We pop on here several times a month to so go ahead and give y'all a show. And then we step back and we let y'all digest it. You can find the podcast on your favorite podcast app. Just put in loud, M-O-U-F, stereo, and you'll uh, see the cover. It's going to be Greg and I in stick figure action. And um, there's so many shows on there from 2020. And you could just scroll through and find what you gravitate to, listen drop a review we appreciate it you can find us on ig tiktok um twitter aka x um i don't know if people are still on spill i'm not i i it just wasn't growing enough for me there wasn't any differences that i was seeing at the beginning um this is episode 15 of season three it is wednesday it is hump day we are halfway through this week and it's dragging but uh, we're here to do a show. This is Greg's topic, and I'm just going to chime in when needed. And that, that is a bet. That is a bet. So we can start with shooting the shit. Um, anybody who's asking, oh, let's play it. Let's get that out the way right here. And if you get trolls, what's you up? Get what's up? What's up, Chan? What's good, Queen? What's Greg, what's good, Greg? Man, I was looking for you yesterday. What's I guess you ain't on, part man. of the book club. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, <laughs> What's up, Joe? Oh, yeah, he, man, came, I, I he came in on the show. Um, I'm so with Patreon B recording uh, last night. He was like, oh, "Where's yeah, nah. that?" I said, "He ain't not on the show." <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm on a different show, bro. I'm on this one, but yeah, I, I I might pop in, you know, in the audience for the book club every now and again. It's just been a while since I've actually done it. Uh, truth be told, I guess that can like segue us into the the shooting the shit. Um, Stereo has to get themselves together. Um, they've ruined um, my kind of like morale for this app officially um, because not only is it harder to download my episodes after recording them when I can record them, there have been multiple episodes where we've started the show and it just got stuck at zero. Um, for the people who try to join Young Black and Bothered, we did a two and a half hour show that never never showed up on the feed it never showed up as the audio download so that's just like lost in the ether right it's just never going to happen and I'm, I'm not too happy about it but again it is stereo i've been you know bitching and complaining about them for about three four months now and i just don't know what they want to do as a platform i don't know if they want to be twitter if they want to be TikTok. i just don't know at this point um ultimately uh, we have, at least for Young Black and Bothered, we've had four episodes that either gotten cut off or never got the download. So there's roughly about six hours of just content that we weren't able to publish. Um, then there was an episode that I was supposed to be doing with Shan. I'm sitting in the room for about five minutes and I can see her talking, couldn't 
have him. He's reconnecting. While he's reconnecting, I'm gonna play this. Yo, I don't know if this message coming through or not, but your mouth are moving, but I, well, Greg, your mouth moving, but ain't no sound coming out right now. Mm. Okay. So, okay, I'm back. Can you hear me now? Did you, did you hear what he said? No, I could not hear him at all. He was like, he was like, your mouth is moving. Exactly what you were saying, but yeah. no sound coming out. Yeah, it, it's been like that for, it has to be the last two months. And it's not my phone. It's, it, it's got to be the app. All the other apps I use work completely fine. Um, I don't know where I cut off at, but I'll just keep it real brief. Shannon, I was supposed to do a show the week before um, Labor Day weekend. And the same situation happened where I could see Shannon in the room, but I couldn't see myself. So I was like, okay, I'll just talk, right? Could never, I couldn't hear anything Shannon was saying. And I couldn't see anybody in the audience. I didn't see any voicemail. So I was like, all right, cool. It's been five minutes. Maybe she's, you know, and then at one point you would text me. And I'm like, oh, like I'm in the room. So again, I'm going to try to find like another alternative because I kind of am at my wits end with attempting to use the platform when it, it doesn't know what it wants to be anymore. So I don't know if it wants to be TikTok, Twitter, um, Clubhouse. I, I don't know what it's trying to be, but I'm really kind of fed up about that. Um, and then moving on from that, work and life. Um, life, interesting. We're currently going through retrograde, so I, I'm kind of like finicky about everything, and everything is causing an issue. So that's just my personal perspective. Um, I have a three-nager who just is running my life right now, telling me no. Uh, she's going, she's going through a hitting phase that I'm not really too fond of, and I, I want a little kid to kind of like push her so she'll realize like, yeah, we we don't do that in this house, right? Um, wife, she's good. She you know she annoys me daily, um, but she she's been nicer over the past four days. So there's just that, um, and ultimately I just was not ready for the end of the summer. We went from having, at least here in D.C., we had four consecutive days of like 86 plus degree weather. And then it just like plummeted to 72. And it's been like that for the past four. Um, so Mother Nature needs to get her shit together overall. Um, last but not least, um, I've heard from a few coworkers that, you know, shit isn't looking as sweet as it did when I was working at the agency, um, which I thought was pretty interesting because... I still follow the the brand that we were working with, and their content is abysmal still. It's not getting any traction, getting no metrics. And I was like, oh, looks like I was right. Um, but the issue is with most people, I guess they don't realize if you work at like an agency and you have like a contract for a certain client, it's usually like that first year is like the contract year. Like, okay, like show us what you got. And essentially, we haven't shown shit. When I say we, mean in the, the previous job, they haven't shown shit. Their content actually got progressively worse to the point where they just don't know what the direction is. And I haven't worked there since, what, April? But I know for a fact that the content is not where it's supposed to be. And that's just really sad to know. Um, outside of that, um, when it comes to, like, pod fam stuff, I've been honestly trying to figure out how I can consecutively listen to all the voicemails in one concurrent order because um shannon baylor they have a a love for the voice notes to the point where i just want 
I want the voice notes now to have transcription. So even the ones I can't read, like the ones I can't like listen to, I would still like to see what they're saying, right? To get the context. Because I'm in the office this week and I wanted to listen to them so bad, but I was on like a conference call, like shit, I can't listen to both, right? And Shan was letting them fly. And I was like, dang, I know these are good. I know these are like absolutely entertaining, but I couldn't get to any of them because guess what? At work. So if y'all are like me and you have a group of friends who just enjoy voice notes, I guess with iOS 17, now you'll be able to get like the transcription of whatever they say. So update on Monday when iOS 17 becomes available because I'm going to need it. Drake going to need it. Gigi going to need it. And Shannon Baylor, they're not going to read it because they're going to be the ones leaving them. So that's just me lately. How about you, Shannon? Um, work-wise, nothing's new. Um, I got a new supervisor. Uh, so that's it. Um, the girls still schooling it. Um, nothing's new with that. House nothing's new so i'm just consistently figuring out what can i do to not do too much but to get what i need to get done insurance premium went up 20 whole dollars for nothing that's crazy Um, so uh i've been like laxing on the time that i devote to maybe working out like right after work and just taking a break to get the girls situated and dinner and go right into like overtime. And so like last, no, this morning I did overtime at 5 a.m. up until eight o'clock. And then Monday I did the same thing. And so it's just been like no room for like me, but trying to make sure the math is mathing when I need to use more money. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I've been doing, but ain't nothing new going on. Ain't nobody new in my life. Just just here potting. Okay. Well, I mean, that's good to hear that, you know, nothing's changed in a like, dramatic way, at least. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for that because it can be much worse. I'm hearing... You know, people going through, like, all types of hell recently and just, like, life. And I'm just, I'm glad it ain't none of us. So, and hoping that that don't change, at least. Um, that, like, that, that was the quickest shooting the shit segment I've, I think we've ever had. Usually, it's, like, 20, 30 minutes. So, let, let, let's just get straight into it. Um, but we have a voicemail first from, wow, um, Talcum X. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm terrified to actually play this voicemail, but here we go. Shit, what we need to do is come together as a community because what we're lacking is unity. You know what I'm saying? So it's really that simple. You know what I'm saying? We got to pull up our pants, pick up a book, and get to reading. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Well, shout out to you, Talco Max. I understand what you mean, <laughs> sir. Um, So this show probably won't be as long as next week's because this one i think it's it's pretty self-explanatory uh when we get into the the meat and potatoes of it and i explained it earlier about starting over after failure so let's just start with like the job situation right um and i don't want to use myself as an example we talked about it you know until we're blue in the face about my job or the previous job but the reason why i wanted to bring up like starting from failure 
is because when you go and you apply for a job and you work at this job and stuff like that, like you don't know if you're going to succeed or fail at that job. And the, the premise of me even bringing this little topic up was because I'm seeing a lot of my friends not say that they hate their job, but feel as though they're not doing the work that they want to do. And I've got friends with degrees, um, Matt, like all these things. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about one in you know particular. He worked at a prestigious HBCU, and he was telling me how he just he he loved the idea of the job. It was his dream job, right? And he got there, and he realized like it was just this this eco chamber of people trying to climb the corporate ladder, and he was just wanting to be that person that was just successful at his role you know what i mean just you come in every day nine to five you do your job like you get paid it's something you've always wanted to do and you wanted to leave but he had to deal with so many people attempting to be successful that he felt like a failure because he didn't want to do and act the same and he's you know shout out to e like he was the main target for this episode was because he just he resigned from the job and he's like, yo, I'd rather be unemployed than work at a place where I feel like a failure. And I was like, you know, I, I pretty much was trying to figure out what he meant by that. And then when we sat down and talked, he was like, I'm successful at my job. I just feel like I'm failing because I'm not doing what I should be doing with everybody else. He's not mingly, he's not mixy, he's not one of those type of characters, right? But he's he felt like a failure because his standard of work and his work ethic was so kind of like like monotonous like okay going in and going out that when he would watch people kind of like stab each other in the back to try to climb the corporate ladder he started to feel like a failure because he wasn't keeping up with the joneses he wasn't going and intentionally doing the same things and it, it made me ask the question on facebook of like if you knew that you could work where you work at and get the salary that you currently get knowing that you'll never get a raise would you be happy at that job and more people said that they are happier at their job at their role making the the salary range they're making than ever attempting to climb that like that social ladder try to look for that next role or be their boss's boss at some point so i guess the question i want to ask you shan is like do you feel like and what will tie it into like the the failure dynamic do you feel like you have to climb the not the the social ladder but like the the corporate ladder whenever it comes to the new job or the current job like do you feel like you have to be looking for what's the next role there or that glass ceiling no i've never felt like that working corporate um i started working corporate in 2014 um mm. and i've never wanted to play office politics like it was never yeah a want it, i was i never wanted to be anyone's manager i never wanted to who like who wants to go into the do the next meeting presentation nigga not me you know what i'm saying like um you know i never well let me look at you know the job um listing site uh internally and see what what's out there what department mm -hmm. doing i don't i don't want to be here yeah okay i don't want to be here and i tell them straight up i'm here to pay my bills 
and I have a business on the side. And once my business gets to a position where I don't have to work here, I'm not going to work here. I'm going to work for myself. And, yeah. you know, at the beginning of the job, you know, when they're saying, you know, why did you want to take this job or where do you see yourself in the next, you know, 10 years of this job? I was like, hopefully I won't be here. Um, yeah. I don't want to retire from this job. I want to work for myself. That's the ultimate piece. Um, I just want to get all the knowledge I need for this role, do it well, and um, live my life. Next yeah. person. Like, the fuck? Like, I've yeah. never felt like, oh, I can't wait to retire. When I turn 59 and a half, then maybe you'll let me go into my account and explore the next maybe 15 to 30 years I'll have left to use to actually enjoy whatever it is in retirement. The reality is if we wait on a company to tell us when we're going to retire, we're going to be in our 60s by the time we stop working for somebody. And if we're not taking care of our health and we on that office shit where you get off of work, let's go out for drinks, let's eat some food, let's go home, sit on our ass, uh, our backs are hurting because we're sitting in fucking chairs. We're uncomfortable because we spend most of our life at work. And then let me just hope that I can get the house. Let me just hope that I have 600000 to get a house that in reality would have mm-hmm. cost you 50000 if you bought it in 2019. Let me just hope. I don't want to live my life making someone else's idea grand while I'm yep. hoping and praying my check is enough. Like, I, that's not a goal for me. So that whole office shit to the point where people laugh, but this is some real shit. Ever since I was 16, I purposely picked jobs where there was no uniform. You're not gonna yep. tell me what I can and can't wear. Just focus on what my skills are. Do I know how to handle jobs? Can I do it? And that is how I used jobs to guide me on what my next thing was. My next job will always have more opportunities than the last, more benefits than the last. And um, that's the only way I would move in any job is I'm moving out, I'm leaving, just like my relationships. I was never in my relationship to be like, I'm gonna make this nigga right here marry me. Sir, you might not be the cut. And the odds are, after a long time, when it comes to relationships, friendships, or romantic, you start seeing people's character and you start like, okay, that's Mm a, that's a, uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a character flaw? A character flaw, but that's like a no for me. Like, that's, I'm out. Like, you are not it. Okay, return to sender. I'm here temporarily, you are temporary, so we're just gonna enjoy these moments because sir, I'm not looking for you to give me a ring because I don't want one, not from you. Um, exactly. I'm not trying to meet your mom because I'm not trying to be around you that long. Um, I'm not offended by the fact that we've been together for two years and that mm. y- your friends over there have been together for two years and they're engaged. I've never pressured a man to uh, get me engaged i've never pressured a man to let me meet your parents i don't give a fuck about that shit. that shit is fluff if the yeah. chemistry is not real if if the friendship is not building and it's not growing and it's not getting better and you only want to hit me up when you're in a good mood and then when you're in a relationship you fucking fall off the planet and then when you break up you're like hey girl bitch yeah no. 
let, let, let's let's go in that vein and then what we'll do is we'll, we'll circle back to like the work stuff because then I'll, I'll tie it all in um because that was going to be where i was going to segue to into like accepting not being the, the right person for someone else and like acknowledging that someone failed when i say failed meaning like i'm, I'm trying to make it a, a positive but it's still in somebody's like notion being negative right like oh i'm not a failure just didn't work out like no but it, it still failed at the end of the day and i think it's okay to say these things right but like there was three bullet points that i like want to just bring up like one sometimes you ain't the one like you know a, a lot of us like i feel like you and I, we've talked these talks and we've had these type of conversations about that person may not be the one, you may not be the one, and we've said it until we're blue in the face. I don't really have to go into that. There's other episodes we can talk about that. Um, also, when it comes to like starting over from failure, like getting to know the next person, we've, we've breached that topic before as well about like, do I, do I really want to do this? Like, do I really want to learn somebody else? And then like point number three is like, like, where do you start? Like, like, how do you revamp from it not working or it not fail? You know, it failing essentially, right? And the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because relationship-wise, it's cuffing season. Everybody knows what cuffing season is. You know, towards the end of summer, everybody starts you know picking and choosing, right? But a lot of people have it kind of learned from their mistakes that they made during the summer, previous relationships, just in general, right? But I guess the question I ask is how the fuck do you really start over? And the reason why I say that is because I've never, Shane, I've never seen somebody say, you know what? I'm starting over. It's always some shit where it's like it happened. It was a moment and we're just going to keep pushing on. It's like at some point you got to kind of, you know, reset that relationship button and just sit down and be like, all right, cool. I'm going to just chill out for a minute and figure out where I went wrong. It's not saying you did wrong and that you failed, but it's like, you have to say, Here's the reset button. I'm going to just go back to zero and charge it up from zero. But a lot of people would just you'd be like, nah, like their relationship meter is at like a, a 86. And be like, nah, it got to be charged up at 100%. It's like, but why? Like, at what point does it matter? And I'm, I'm trying to like to tie in what you were saying about like even with like guys, right? Because I, I don't date dudes. But just my personal experience, I've had to step back at least twice. And just admit that I was kind of a failure in the the scheme of the relationship or even in the sense of trying to get to know these women. And the reason why I knew I was like a failure at this is because I knew what I wanted and they didn't understand what I wanted because I, I wasn't versed enough to tell them. Right. Because I was in my 20s then. So I wasn't able to tell a woman's like, hey, like I would love to make you like a wife or a girlfriend or something like that. But that's not what the fuck I want right now. That's not what I want. Like sometimes I just wanted to get my dick wet. And it's hard to tell people that shit because it's like a, a lot of people aren't receptive to that. Now, at, you know, in you my know, 30s. Crazy, what's that? I respect, I respect the man more to be like, I want to Can you, can you explain that? Can you, but can you explain, because the, the reason why I say that is because there are more people than not, like, as men who, we've heard women say that before, being like, yeah, you know what, I just want sex. And then if they say that, it's like, oh, yeah, like, it's okay if he tells me that, but then it always becomes a what are we moment. And No, I, it I, doesn't I become that. That's a lie. Well, this is a in, thing. inform me. This is the thing. As a woman, you have to be honest with yourself. 
you got to know what man is a dead end for you based upon the things that you want in your life and where you're trying to go. And you got to see no possibility. Nope. You got to look at him like the judge. There's no possibility of parole, nigga. Uh, there's no possibility that we would ever become anything more than just this. Once that is established mentally, emotionally, physically, then you can drop down your tier of expectations. And just look at that man like a good time, something to play with. I don't want to know. I don't want to know your feelings. I don't want to know how work was this week. I don't want to know your troubles. Just come in here, do what you're supposed to do. And uh, you good? I'm good. All right, let me walk you through the door and let that be done with. But can you can That's- you start over from a failed physical relationship then? Because if, if we're gonna talk about the physical, like I I, I like this you, topic. This, you can, can you start you over can. from that? You can start over from a failed relationship, um, mm-hmm. but you have to start over by staying by yourself and looking back on that whole situation and that whole relationship and start picking out actually what did you learn? Mm-hmm. What did you like? What didn't you like? What you know your new limits are? Let me date myself. Yeah. Let me put myself somewhere else where I didn't meet that person that did not, you know, give me the things that I needed. And let me just chill. I think a lot of people's problems is they deal with somebody, it ends, they get ghosted, they don't leave the room to stay by themselves, um, disattach. I feel like you really need a good two months of not dealing mm-hmm. with anybody to disattach from somebody that you had dealings with consistently. Because yeah. um, you need time to stop checking their Instagram. You need time to keep them on block. You need time to uh, stop seeing them out. You need time to actually be like, you know what? I am fucked up when I, on my, my cycle. I am fucked up when shit is not going my way. When mm. my money's not right, I don't want to do shit with nobody. Can't nobody make me happy. When when my money's right and I'm comfortable and I have my space and a nigga's not around me a lot, I'm in the best mood. And I be really in the shower as a mom of two, not being in a relationship for the last four and a half years, thinking about my second relationship, my third relationship. And I just really realized like, my best times and the times that I was really enjoying my life financially have always been when I wasn't in a relationship and I wasn't worried about a nigga. Mm. My feelings weren't involved with a nigga for real. I wasn't feeling bad that nobody didn't call me. I was just out living my life, working, stacking my money, buying me what I wanted, worried about me. Uh, checking in with my family, you know, just doing me. And then I had this one ex where I realized every time we would be talking, I would either quit a job, the job would be like a headache, or I couldn't focus. And I told him that, like, later on after we broke up. I said, you know, every time we were together, like, I was working at Urban, then um, I got fired from Urban because they had, like, a three-strike rule with being late but I was taking the train. They didn't give a fuck. Um, then I was working at this boutique. She had a problem with me um, at the boutique on some bullshit. 
left that job. Like I've never consistently been able to sit at a job being in a relationship with him. And it wasn't like mm -hmm. he was giving me bad vibes or he was of a, uh, he was like a bad person. It's like some people consume your energy and your focus to a level where you can't balance this other shit. You know what I'm saying? And all of that goes into consideration of knowing like, is this person good in my life? Am I good in this person's life? Can they excel in the shit that they were already doing before I got here? Vice versa. And some people, they are great people, but y'all are great people separately. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. And shit, we, this might be the fucking shortest episode because we're agreeing. <laughs> I think that's crazy. But like the the way I wanted to lead into the show, like you're giving me the, the bounce back that I was expecting, but I wasn't at the same time. Because when it, when it comes to, like, the, the premise of failure, right? Like, there, there's, at least with relationships, since we're just focused on relationships at this point, like, I've always been somebody who's consumed, like, just when I'm wrong, I admit that I'm wrong, but I'm also done with the situation. You know what I mean? Like, I've accepted it and I've moved on. But I've never been in a position, like, my entire, like, relationship life or dating life where... I've accepted failure and, or, you know, went back to that person or started to talk to that person again. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? Yeah. Greg. But do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm trying to find the wording for it. It's like, yo, how do you go to I the person? I understand what you're saying. I just tweeted today. If you ever find yourself wanting to go back to how things were and when you mean go back, it was good before th this time. And you think you're about yeah. to go back to that? You'll never reach it. It's a waste of your time. I tweeted yeah. that today. And and that it's shit like that to me. It's like, yo, like I'm one of those people, like I know, like when I do something like wrong or fucked up, like I'm usually the first one to be like, hey, it's on me. Right. And I have a, a really like bad, like not a habit, but I have a like a bad time or a hard time understanding how other people can do that. So there's been exes that. I've apologized to when they did shit wrong, right? Or when they were the reason why the relationship failed or why the shit didn't work out. But for me in my head, I was like, you know what? It makes one of us has to be the, the bigger person. And now that I'm a little bit older, I'm like, oh, like, no, I can't be the bigger person. I don't want to be the bigger person. I want to be selfish. I'm like, nah, this is your fucking fault. Like that it didn't work out, right? So it's like nana and boo boo or some shit like that. Like, nah, it was your fault. Wasn't me, fuck you and everything you stand for, right? But the issue is there are, well, for me, there are people that I've seen, they're like, oh, like, you know, me and her, we're just trying to work it out and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, but did you go back and tell that person, like, yo, like, yeah, I kind of fucked up. Like, has it ever been that, like, that moment? And maybe for me, oh, it's yeah, because... I've, I've, had, I've had that. I've had that. But, but how does that... I, always reassure, I always reassure them after I tell them how I fucked up and how I was stupid and how, mm -hmm. yeah, that was fucked up of me. I tell them, please do not take this as we're getting back together because that will never happen. Yeah, but, and, and that's the thing, like, that, that, that's me. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I'm trying not to make a story, like, long, but there was a girl that I was talking to, this was, like, got, like, this is, like, three women before Jess, right? And her and I, like, she lived out of town, she lived in Jersey or whatever, right? And I, I felt like I kind of set the tone for how the rest of her relationships would be in life, and I felt really bad, right? And I'm so glad I like I haven't seen her since the day I was out and I apologized to her. I still don't understand what the fuck I apologized for. 
And one of my boys mm. was like, he was with me. He was like, Greg, what the fuck are you apologizing for? I was like, cause I, I, I really did this chick like dirty. So I guess the, the premise of what I'm about to say, like, if y'all think I'm an asshole, I was like, I can guarantee you, like I, the shit I did was kind of fucked up. So her and I were talking, but we didn't have a relationship. We didn't have a status. Right. So she never hit me with the water. We, she was kind of going with the flow, hoping I was like, all right, cool. Eventually he'll just be like, oh, that's my girl or something like that. And you know, by the optics you would think she was we weren't going out of town or nothing like that together but we're going and getting hotels we're going and hanging out having new year's parties all like all the things right but at the end of the day i i wasn't in a relationship i was just like all right we doing our thing we having this little fun that we having or whatever but for her like for me she was the one that was like if i was going to date somebody i would but just right now i don't feel like dating anybody and i never told her that shit and it it led to a a lot of craziness to the point where she she caught me out of town so i went to tennessee and i was fucking with another chick that was living in tennessee right so fucking with this girl that lived in tennessee and like an asshole i'm drunk and i'm tweeting and had the fucking location on right so she'll say oh i'm in nashville right so oh i'm in nashville i'm hanging out with this chick and then the girl posts a photo so she put two and two together and she's going and she messaged the girl oh you know he and i talking and the girl that I, yeah, it, it it got really fucking messy, right? But ultimately, she goes and she starts shitting on me. Oh, he ain't shit, and blah, uh. talking about the girl, the girl here. And I was like, if I ain't shit, then why, like, why don't you just leave me alone, right? But naturally, I, you know, I worked the charm at the time. The charm that I had, I don't have that shit no more. So we go and I can get back into town or whatever. And I'm like, hey, like you know, I'm gonna take things more seriously. Blah 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 blah, right? And admitting I fucked up. So admitting that I failed her, right? Cool. Then once she got comfortable, once she, you know, once she was back in the zone, I wanted her to be in. And again, what I'm saying is going to be triggered. It's going to sound really fucked up. But you got to think, like, this is who I was at fucking 21, 22, right? So, uh, you know, I, I got her back under the wing or whatever. And she, you know, we were still hanging out, hooking up and stuff like that. But there's still, still no status. There's still no, A, we dating like no we just fucking you coming into town i had never met her parents i had never like spent no time with them n- none of these things so in my head it was like all right like I-, I have her where i want her but i also know i don't want her going nowhere right so what <laughs> what happens is i start fucking with another chick and i start fucking with the other chick and she's like she was like at the time like a record like exec right so she she was doing what she was supposed to do, like prominent status and shit like that. And pictures get out of her and I at a fucking concert together on Twitter. You know, like you used to go, like you go to stadiums no! and shit like that. They post it. Like, yeah, like those club pictures and stuff like that. Boom, photos yeah. come out. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And I didn't know it until I got that call from Homegirl again. So I was like, yo, like, all right, I, I fucked up the first time. Tell me, tell me what right. the first question was. Tell me what the first question yeah. was. So the, the, the first question that she asked in regards to, like, you know, why was I hanging out? Who was this chick, first off? And she was like, well, what, what is she to you? And I was like, oh, like, you know, you know, we just friends, whatever. And she knew I was lying because I'm like, who the fuck just hang out with their friends like that, right? So I had to go and, you know, I had to be blatantly honest. I was like, yo, like, I'm just out here. I'm, I'm thugging it. Like, I'm just doing what I'm doing. And then she said, what are we? And I said, I don't know what we are because I don't even know what the fuck I am. I was like, I don't know if I want to be a player if I just want to crush a lot, right? Like, I just, I did not know. Like, so, yeah, like, I, I, it's going to sound fucked up, Shane, but like, 
half the men that get asked the question, what are we, don't want to be asked that question. And it's not that we don't know the answer. We don't want to tell you the truth. I've learned this. If you have to ask, then it's not nothing that you want. And if you need reassurance consistently and they're making you feel unsure, then that's not nothing that you want either. Yes. But here's the thing. I done told, like, I've given her every excuse twice when she asked what are we and I couldn't give her an answer that should have been the alright I'm gonna get the fuck out of Dodge like that should have been the red yeah. hair like you know what yeah this this nigga just ain't want no better but she like she she loved me which is like alright like thank you and you know I, I love, love her back love but, love don't be shit yeah but here's the thing at 22 like love is like alright like we, we having consistent sex so we, we in love somehow right like love, love, you, you, at, love in your 20s is like you cute pretty much Pretty much, but again, she 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 didn't see that, and I didn't see it because honestly, I wasn't looking. A lot of the shit that you think you're gonna see, it, it's not gonna matter because you ain't gonna know. Like nobody give a, when you when you're fucking twenty one, twenty two, like you you're doing your thing, they doing it. Well, you hoping they're not doing their thing, but you doing you right. But I'm going, I'm I'm fucking chicks left and right. I'm doing like when I say I was going through a whole phase, I mean that shit. So when I tell people, I'm like, yo, I, the guy I was is not the guy I am now. The reason for that is because I was doing so much shit. Not to disrespect women. It's like, yo, I just, I knew when I found the person, the shit would just stop. I, I, I knew it. I knew there would be a point that I'd be like, you know what? Nah, this ain't worth it no more, right? And it, it wasn't my wife that, you know, I came to that realization. There was, another, there was another chick. And this was one of the chicks I was talking to while I was entertaining homegirl, right? So I'm entertaining homegirl, and I, I got smitten by this other chick, right? She lived it like, she was everything. Like, she lived 15 minutes down the road from my house. She, we hang out. We go to dinner. Like, oh, I'm like, yo, when I say go to dinner, I'm like, oh, we going and getting dressed up. We're going to do things together. Like, oh. but we didn't, yeah, but we, we didn't have a title, right? And the thing is, she was the first one who treated me the way I wanted to be treated. Like, she treated me the way I was treating other females, and the shit pissed me off right? It was like, all right, you know, yeah, she was like, you know, she was in the clubs hanging out partying and stuff like that. I'm in the clubs partying and stuff, but we never partied together. So she was like, Greg, where you at on Thursday? Oh, I'm over at Club Love. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm at Park, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. We'll hang out after the fact. And then she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Like it was shit like that. I was like, yo, this, what? What do you mean? I'll let you know. Like she was, she was treating you like you was an option and you was like, exactly. bro. And I, I love that shit, bro. I, I loved it so much. I, I know it sounds fucked up, but yo, every, any man who is listening to the sound of my voice, like that, that need to be clipped. I, I might have to make that a clip on, or like TikTok and Instagram, because all men, we, we love a woman who love us, but we love a woman more who treat us like, you know, who treats us like shit. And I, I don't know why, I don't know why the fuck is that way. Like women who ignore us and she's like, nah, nah, nigga, like, nah, like I'll get to you when I get to you. That shit is like, damn, man, I thought she loved me a little bit. I thought, I thought it was a thing, like. I started asking the what are we, and which no. dawned on me because. But here's the thing: as I'm even fucking with her, I was like, you know what? Let me keep my options open. So I'm talking to homegirl from Jersey, and then I was at the time also talking to a chick from Boston, right? And it wasn't just. Then, I was also talking to a third chick, and I was still talking to the record label chick, right? So I'm going and doing these things because I'm keeping this my options because. It's Shan. <laughs> the other half of Greg on Loudmouth Stereo. Just want to let you guys know that we did update the Loudmouth Stereo Shop hoodies. 
and shirts and stickers and a whole bunch of goodies for you. So we appreciate you subscribing. You are the only group of people getting this audio here. Uh, You can find us on YouTube this episode, but that's the only way non-subscribers will catch this. And um, yeah, thank you for subscribing. And don't forget to check out the Loud Mouth Stereo Shop. Now let's get into the episode. Bro, I'm, I'm telling you. And this is where like it ties into being like the failure shit. I failed at all four because of the fact that like I just couldn't, I couldn't let my ego go. I couldn't let the, the one who wanted me just be like, you know what? I'm, I, you know, I want Greg, he want me back. And I wanted her, but I was like, no, I always, I wanted the next thing. I wanted that next thrill. But homegirl that I really, really wanted, and she wanted me back, but she wanted me on her own time. I like that treatment, but it made me chase her ass, right? It made me chase her more than I chased it, like any woman ever. And I said chased it, but you know what I meant, like chased, right? So mm-hmm. I go and I'm, you know, straight up telling people, I'm like, yo, like my boy's like, yo, you really like this chick. I was like, I do. But they're like, yeah, but you hanging out with homegirl this week, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then it started to, you know, bite me in the ass because the other girl started going and getting entertained by these other dudes. But the one that was holding me down from Jersey or whatever, right? She finally got, you know, she gave up. She's like, I, I can't do this shit no more, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what do you mean? You can't do this anymore, right? At that point, I knew I failed. Because she left and she stopped talking to me, whatever. Blocked me, to this day, has blocked me on, on Twitter. Probably on Instagram, but I don't know if she got Instagram or not. And she went, saying, I shit you not. She went and was best friends with my best friend, my, my best lady at the wedding. She was best friends for her for a while, right? Because, yeah, because here's the thing. When she, because she was the one that, when she would come into town, we, her and I would go out or whatever. She would be the one that I would more than likely be with when the one that I wanted that lived here didn't want to hang out and shit, right? Like, oh yeah, she's that, remember I was telling you, like, I would be at love, she would be at park. I would be at love with homegirl from Jersey, right? So, the girl that was here, like she doing her own thing. So I was like, all right, I'm playing both sides, right? And it, it sounds like I'm a really like ain't shit character. I promise it, it sounds like that. And I'm trying not to make it that way. But but what happened, Shay, was all, all, all these things transpired. She ended up getting like engaged and married to a dude. Like, after, like immediately after me. And I like I seen her out in public at this point, like she's either engaged or married or whatever, right? I see her out and we like we connected for a second. She was like, Oh, it's Greg, and I was like, Oh, it's you. And I'm at the bar with my homeboy, and she's at the bar with her home girl, but with, not with her spouse. And I'm obviously at this point I'm not dating anybody, right? So I walk up to her because I'm not one of those people's like, all right, if I see you and I know you, I'm not gonna be like, all right, we're just gonna like I'm gonna just throw the deuces at you and then I'm gonna just walk off, right? So I go and I say to her, I was like, hey, I apologize for, you know, this was years down the line, like maybe like two or three years later. And I'm like, hey, I apologize, you know, everything that happened, like it was my fault. I failed you. I said this shit. And when I said it, I was like, yo, did I, I apologized one too late, right? Like who would have, who knew if. There's nothing worse than a late apology though. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, she she accepted the apology, but it's like, you can accept an apology and still absolutely resent a person, right? And that's how I knew at that point. I was like, yeah, like, I, she's too far gone for me to ever try to, like, 
try to not even redeem myself, but to like be her friend because the trust isn't there. If it wasn't there in a relationship, it ain't gonna be there in a friendship. And I, I just, I've always been of that mindset, right? But to kind of like start over was like me acknowledging that I was the one who caused the the snowball effect because I didn't end up with homegirl from you know living here. I ended up stopped talking to all the other chicks because I was like, yo, like now the thrill is gone, right? But then the one that I could have honestly just like stuck it out with, I didn't. And then here she go, boom, she instantly goes and gets engaged, married. And then the nigga looked like me, which was crazy. I'm like, yo, this nigga, what the oh, fuck is, wow. yo, it, it was almost like, yo, like, cause when I, when I found out my best friend told me, she was like, oh yeah, you know, homegirl, she, you know, him and her. And I was like, the nigga followed me. He followed me on Twitter. But then I was like, yeah, then he unfollowed, he unfollowed me or whatever. And you know, they cracking jokes like, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, he done, you know, Greg done ruined a, a chance at a good woman because this his woman now, right? So I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, whatever. Like, that, that's, that's slight hate because I'm like, oh, I, it's, it's one of those I've been there, done that. I know how I feel on the inside, right? Like, that's just, that's how I felt at that time, right? But then, like, I started, I think one night I go out with Q and he, he had said something. He was like, yo, Greg, like, we're reminiscing about old, like, women that we used to talk to and stuff like that. And he is still not friends with her on social media, but he can still see her profile and shit, right? So the profile no longer got her and dude in the, the avatar, like it always has been, because you can still see the profile photos, but you can't see nothing else. Then the, the and, you know, the little engagement ring, ain't, you know, it's not in the, the bio no more and shit, right? So me being, you know, extra petty at this point, I go, I call the best friend AD, um, yeah, so what happened with that? She was like, yeah, um, you, you don't want to know that, that that's too far gone. Right. And I was like, what, do you, what the fuck you mean? It's too far gone. She was like, yeah, um, she's out here doing her thing. I don't know what happened with him. Right. And I'm not sitting here speculating. I want to tell a business because again, it's none of my business, but what I, what I assume is they're no longer together. Right. But that's me assuming after I seen the fact that like, she still live here. Homeboy live in a different state. And then he, I guess, was taught, like, because one, one of my friends knows of him and, like, was kind of, like, still friends with them at the time. So he's like, yeah, bro, like, I guess he ended up going and either cheating on homegirl and getting another chick pregnant. But, yeah, he moved. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you know, like, at that point, not only have I done all the shit I had done to homegirl, right? So I essentially, like, failed her. But then the dude that she got with right after me did even worse. You know what I mean? So I was like, bro, like, how the fuck? Like, so it's one of those perpetual things. It's like, yo, you still feel like, for me as a guy, like, you feel like you failed a person, but then they're, both you kind of, like, starting over from a failure. But then to see her kind of, like, even go through what she was going through to the point where dude that you married to allegedly, like, ends up getting somebody else pregnant while y'all married with no kid. And then he goes and bounces. That was kind of, it was kind of fucked up for me. Right. So in my head, like at this point now I'm, I'm married to Jess and everything. And I go to the bar, like in a, a local area, I can't say where, but I, I go to the bit like this bar often. This is when I was still going into DC and stuff. I see her again, but I don't say anything. Right. And the reason why I didn't say anything is because now I'm looking at it from a different lens. From what I told you earlier, I was like, all right, we both, you know, she got my apology. You know, I admitted I failed. We started over, right? But 
mm-hmm. seeing seeing her this third time, it was a little bit different because I'm like, all right, cool. I've apologized to you, but you you kept the energy of like it's still fuck him, right? But now that I've seen mm-hmm. everything transpire and shit's not working out for you, I was like, yo, like how how does she start over from fail? Like how do other people start over from failure? And that's why, again, outside of the like the friend situation with his like with work and stuff, the relationship thing came up because we're always thinking about relationships and how we're going to start over and how it didn't work out for us but we never really think about like how does that other person operate how they move now i'm not telling anybody to care or even give a fuck because sometimes like you just like you know what no if they die they die like whatever happened in them, cool (laughs) well deserved right but what in that circumstance because we always have a little bit of ounce of concern for the person that we've slept with we've dated we cared about like all those dynamics right but how do you feel as though they start, like, how do you, do you care that they started over? Do you think about how they started over? And more importantly, do you think, like, they're wondering if things would have went differently and if they would have reacted or done anything differently with you, that it would have been not a failure, but it would have been a success? I'm, I'm trying to, again, find the wording for it. Like, um, basically, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't- you and I... I know, I know what you mean, but I don't, I don't think I left any of my exes thinking they had a chance still. Okay. And I did that purpose. I did that purposely because I want them to move on. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll say for sure about me and for a lot of women, because I'm a vagina holder, original mm. biological from from another vagina. Um, mm. We break up with you mentally and emotionally first before we leave physically. Mm-hmm. And so when that happens and there's any ounce of, I feel like I could walk away from this. You don't want that woman back because she'll always reserve space yeah. for stacking on reasons to walk away again. Um, yeah. So when I leave people and I did it and I don't want to work on it, it's because I don't see it working for my future of what I want to have. Like, I I think about, like, the pros and cons of me being a mom and what if, you know, this ex was my child's father over this one. It's mm. not that it would been, it would have been way better. It's more so I would basically be trading issues. I'll be trading the fact that maybe because this ex hates animals and anything with four legs, I want to be able to take my child to the zoo. I want to be able to have my child around dogs. I want to be able to take my child in a, in a pet coat when we go out and they want to go see animals because they are like, absolutely not. I'm, that's not happening. I don't do animals. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I always think about like the pros and cons that I would have had if I went to that level with this person. And I, I had to tell myself the other day, I said, God, don't make no mistakes. You have a child with the person you have a child with because you're supposed to have a child with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of if you're married, regardless of if you're single, regardless of if y'all just co-parent, regardless of if they're just not in the picture, sometimes the things that you do and the decisions that you make become a window for other people to be better, not just mm-hmm. yourself. So I don't second guess a lot of things that I've done. Um, 
anymore and I don't worry about what I've done. And I purposely have a few people unblocked so they don't try to like keep a friendship. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like once you try to keep a friendship with some with someone who once kept your dick warm inside their bodies, mm-hmm. it's it's this like feeling of comfort that you keep going back to, and you oh, won't yeah. evolve. You won't evolve any of the uh, relationships that you need to in your life because I got my comfort already. I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with this. I know I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna talk to this person for five hours. And I'm gonna go to sleep. And I'm not going to check up on this girl that really likes me, that sees a possibility. You know, I don't want to stall nobody out. So I don't keep, I don't check in. I don't keep those friendships anymore because the reality is we are not friends. The reality is if aliens was like, all right, niggas, we taking over. Y'all the last two humans on earth. Y'all the last to procreate. That nigga's going to fuck. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, So let's stop the madness. That, that's a fact. Yeah. Trust me, there, there, there was one chick. Um, that, that's a completely different chick. Again, whole phase. Um, so she would be the one when nobody else would call. I'd hit her up. And the same thing. Uh, but the issue is she never wanted the relationship. I never wanted it either. It was just one of those toxic, like, hey, we're just going to be doing this because it's fun. But we knew we liked each other and shit, right? But... That I, I don't think I've, this is probably like a little bit too much TMI, but like I found out that she was married at the, t- you know, at the time of us stopping. Like, so we stopped talking for like a mm. year and a half, right? We stopped. This is when her and I stopped talking. It wasn't a bad thing. It was like, all right, cool. We friends or whatever. We was just fucking around or whatever, but we weren't like exclusive or nothing, right? So she finds, you know, she tells me she married, right? So she tells me she married and then. I'm like, all right, great, you married her, congratulations, right? Then I see a kid. So, you know, me, mm. I ain't shit at the time. So I'm like, yo, my, that kid ain't mine, right? Like, I'm, I'm looking I'm like, yo, like, the, the timing was off. I'm counting. Okay, it's been nine months, you know. We, we talked about this shit. yesterday. Bro, like, I'm ahead. telling you. Yeah, so I'm sitting, I'm like, my nigga, like, I, I'm hoping it's not, right? And she was like, no, you know, I got married. And I was like, wait, so the entire time you and I were fucking, with, you know, with each other, you still fucking with homeboy? And she was like, yeah, like, he and I got married. And, and like, because the kid, the kid at this time, Shan, like, the kid was, what, two, three, when I saw the Facebook photos. So my crazy ass, I'm like, nigga, what? Like, wait a fucking minute. Like, you had a kid, and it's been two years, you know, two or so years since we had stopped talking or whatever, right? We stopped talking. However, here you go. You're no longer married. And here's this two, three-year-old. And I'm like, wait, like, I'm, I'm doing the math. I was like, okay, like, were, were we fucking around the same time? And she was like, no, like, you know, it worked a little, worked out a little bit differently. And I was like, but the kid's not mine. I was on some, like, you know, what was that, uh, that smooth criminal shit? Like, mm-hmm. the, the, the baby ain't mine. And she was like, no, Greg, it's not yours, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, cool, thank God. And that's, again, that's not me being an asshole. It's just more so, it's like, bro, like, I did not know. I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, I'm fucking with you whole time you doing your own thing it's the equivalent of me going and fucking with you and i got another chick pregnant right like it just, it just don't make sense to me at that time it didn't so everything worked out the way it was supposed to and i've looked recently and you know she had messaged me she was like oh your baby's so cute and all this other stuff and then she was like well aren't you glad you just aren't a father too and i was like yo don't make no jokes like that they're my type of jokes but mm-mm, not not when i know you know what i mean like some shit mm-hmm. just mm-mm. But 
all I guess what I'm saying is like knowing what I knew about like, you know, felt like failing with relationships and stuff like that. Me, the the hardest part about like failing a relationship is starting over for me. That's why I can comfortably say I never really started over. I was just always like on go for the next person, which was like, okay, if I know this is about to end, I'm already on the next move. I never had yes. that re yeah, that that reset button. And it was because I was like already preparing myself in case the situation didn't work. So there were women that I would like be talking to and the moment that I'm like happy about the situation, I always, even though it may have not even been a thing, like they could have liked me back and it probably would have went far. The issue is for me, I was always thinking, what if this shit don't work out? What what, what if she, she go left? Because I'm, you know, historically going left or going and looking for the next thing. And sometimes like y'all heard in these stories, like they weren't going left. They actually wanted something. But me and just, you know, my ego just wouldn't let it be. So I, I guess that's like another reason for like relationships. Like for me, those three points I said, like sometimes you ain't the one. Like mm-hmm. a homegirl I was, you know, the girl I was telling you about that lived here. Like I wasn't the one for her, but I thought I thought that was, right? But the entire time, the chick I should have talked to was, guess what? The one that I was, you know, doing, you know, doing dirty, right? So that was that. And then, like, getting to know the next person. Uh, for me, the, the hardest part about starting over, and it's not just from failure, just, like, starting over in general, is I don't like getting to know new people. Like, y'all know me. You know me. I, I, I don't like it. And it, it's not that I, I love conversation. I love, like, connecting with people. But anybody who knows me will tell you, Greg, I will talk nonstop. Like, on the show, I've done it. But the moment the show over... You know where I'm going? To fuck, to bed. Like, even in our group chat, I will go and talk for, like, one day I will talk for a complete hour, answer all the text messages, and you won't hear from me again for another four days. And people are like, yo, is that, is that just who you are? I'm like, it's, it's not who I am. It's just one of those things. It's like, I, I have my moments, and I do these things instinctively. Like, when I say instinctively, like, sometimes I just know I just don't want to talk, but then there's other times I'm like, you know what? Like, I just don't have it today. Um, like Shan, there's been times where I'm like, Shan, I'm just not in the mood to like podcast, but I always say, I'm like, I'm just not in the mood. Like, or I just, I can't do it tonight. Right. But relationships for me, I've just never been in that position where I just wanted to just get to know the next person. Like it's always been every woman I've ever like dated. It's always been like, all right, cool. Like the only reason her and I started talking is because she cool with, you know, the crew or something like that. Or she was just a friend or a, a girl from Twitter. This is when people were dating people on Twitter and not trying to like just shame them and shit, right? So I would like be tweeting a girl back and forth or whatever. Next thing you know, it go to the DMs. Next thing you know, they go to the text messages. Next thing you know, we hooking up and shit, right? But it was never a thing where it was like, I'm getting to know this person because there was that. High school, same situation. It was like, all right, we all go to school together. College, same situation. We all go to school together. So it's like, we don't really have to go through that that trial and error period of getting to know each other. So now when I see people, we're in a, I guess, a, a phase of life where you have not even just social media, like these dating apps and stuff. So everybody has their phone in their hand, but no one has people skills. Nobody wants to get to know the next person, not because they just don't want to know new people. It's because they don't have the, the bandwidth. They're like, shit, like I got to, you know, entertain my friends on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And then I got to go and try to learn this new girl. Like, no. 
or me because I'm cheap. Like, I don't want to go on dates that much. One of my homeboys, he's like, Greg, I went on four dates this week. I'm like, nigga, it's Wednesday. What, what the, how the fuck, how? He's like, yeah, we went, you know, we went to a bar, him and a chick on Sunday. And then on Monday, he's like, yeah, I'm going, you know, going to another game. You know, I'm going to go hang out with this girl at the bar in Baltimore. I was like, okay, cool. So that's Monday. Tuesday, he's like, yeah, Greg, you know, I met this girl on Bumble or whatever. We connected and we're just going to go out and get drinks. It's like, oh, like, you had to drink four nights in a row. He's like, yeah, I ain't going to work today. And then he's like, yeah, you got another mm-hmm. date on Friday. Yo, I can't, I'm just not there anymore. I'm sure I probably was at one point, but I, I can't do it. My thing is, if I like you, I like you and we connect, which is why I appreciate, um, like those dating profiles and stuff. It's like, Hey, this is who the fuck I am. I like Game of Thrones just like you do. I watch all them TV shows you watch. All that, all that little stupid shit that I put in the bio, I put it in the bio so you don't ask me 57 questions. Don't ask me shit that's already in my bio. Ask the important questions. Are you fucking? Do you got kids? Like, can you read good? Like, them, them hard-hitting questions, that's the shit I'm talking about. That's my type of carrying on. But the issue is now I see a lot of my friends saying, oh, like, They'll go and they'll start talking to somebody for like a week or two. The dates will go good. And then they just fall off a cliff. Like something about them just don't shake out. And then they're just back again, asking the same questions. Oh, well, you know, so what do you do for a living? What's your five year plan? All that. No. If I ever had to be single again, I'm telling you, I'm just, and I've, I've told justice. I've told anybody who will listen. If I ever become single again, I'm just fucking. I'm ju- I'm making it crystal clear. Mm-hmm. I am. I am just here to be your dick because th- there will not be that that learning curve of trying to figure out if you like me and I like you back. And nah, mm-mm. I know I look good. I know you look good. And we're here for a reason. What do you want to be and what is it going to be? Because I, I just I'm not there anymore. My mother, you know, she's told me the same thing. You know, my mom is divorced. You know, she's not recently divorced, but she's been divorced about like what eight or nine years, probably longer than that. But one thing she told me, and she was like, she is just like her son. She don't like to get to know new people, but the people that she wants to get to know, they they just don't have personalities, or she just she's just not interested. And when I say, are you not interested, are they like ugly or something like that? And she's like, no, Greg, like these, these guys, like they don't know what they want. And I was like, what do you mean they don't know what they want? She was like, yeah, like she went to dinner with a guy, and he was telling her all online about like how he had the perfect, you know, personality and all this other stupid shit and i was like makes sense then she's like she met him and you know at the bar and everything like that they went to a cigar lounge or something and she was like he has no personality at all he was the complete Mm. opposite of what i was like oh no see shit like that i'd get up and walk out i'm like nah i'll take my tab she called she called i'm sorry she texted my sister and was like hey um can you just like provide the distraction When, when your kids are providing a distraction for you (laughs) <laughs> to you know just be out of a date and getting to know somebody that's when you know like the dating pool got pee in it for real so i mean ultimately like i was like 10 o'clock now like i wasn't trying to make the episode long and i already feel like we could kind of expound on this in a different way um i don't even really want to talk about the job situation anymore we could talk about that in a like a work episode because i think that's more in along the veins of like that but Overall, I guess my final take, and you can have yours as well, like that that starting over for me is ghetto in relationships, friendships as well. Like I just I'm not somebody who wants to start over. If it's going to be something new, then I'd rather just be like, all right, cool. Like this is just who I am. You are just who you are. And we learn that way. 
I don't want to have to go through a pop quiz of learning new people. I hate it. Um, when it becomes like, you know, a relationship and stuff like that, I tell people all the time, like even as like Mary Greg, I'm like, yo, like I've done a lot of stupid shit that at the time wasn't stupid, but looking back at it, it was dumb. Not stupid, but it was dumb. And the reason why is I knew the consequences and I knew I could have done things better and I chose not to because honestly, I felt untouchable in my 20s. So now when I see people in their, you know, 20s and they looking 40 and shit like that, it's because they stressed. They stressed trying to figure out what it is. Like, you know, the cost of living is nuts. Trying to figure out like, hey, like if I date this guy and he likes me and shit like that, would I want to live with him? I have a, you know, a old coworker. She's like, I just moved in with my boyfriend and I'm starting to see like the difference in him already. I was like, it's been two weeks. She was like, yeah, but I've never lived with him before. I was like, but you were going to his house and stuff, right? And she was like, yeah, but you know, his house is always clean. I was like, yeah, because he's trying to fuck. Like these, like, these are things, you got to have them conversations before you start making them decisions. She was like, yeah, but, you know, he's always clean, been very clean, but the moment I get there, he wants me to start cleaning up the house. Yeah, yes. That, that, that was the point. He, he done got you, he bait and switched, and now you have to figure the shit out. But ultimately, I guess what I'm trying to round out and say is I've just never been really big at starting over, but I've definitely never really figured out how to, like, publicly, like, say a relationship or a friendship has been a failure. Because I've always been like, okay, there's something I can change. There's always something I can improve. Or I'll go and I'll put, you know, I'll blame myself for the shit. Instead of saying sometimes exactly what it was. Like, yeah, I was a part of the failure, but you were a part of that shit as well. And I'll leave that to you, Shane. That was going to be my final take on it, but how do you feel? Um... No backseas, okay? No backseas in friendship, no backseas in relationships. It's a um, blessing to not be it for somebody, to not have that person be the one so you can see what you dodge later. Mm-hmm. Um, the person you need is not going to make you feel unsure. The person you need is not going to overcomplicate things. You're mm-hmm. just going to fall into place in their life and they're going to fall into place in yours. And then eventually you'll see that, you know what? I've been over here a lot, but I feel mm-hmm. at home here. You know what? You know, ever since you've been around, I've just been really like encouraged to do that thing that I've been putting off for myself. You know what? Um, you give me a good perspective on being smarter about what I do because of how you handle your shit and just Mm. like really noticing how you've improved, how your thoughts have improved, how you're less stressed, how being around this person, friendship or or romantic doesn't feel like work. Like you're really having to do like cartwheels and impress all the time. Like this person can actually be in the car with me for like, 45 minutes and we don't have to talk constantly they just get it um that's not failure those relationships before that if you find out in somebody what the fuck happened had to happen in order for you to get there so yeah when you when you look at shit like that even when it comes to like jobs you're supposed to be where you are right now for a reason sometimes is to bypass some bullshit that's going on in that place that you left that didn't concern you sometimes is to 
stall you out from going too fast and you're going to run into some bullshit that you're not prepared for. But there are no mistakes. You're where you're supposed to be as long as you're doing your best and um, you're really trying. You're not just saying you're trying. You're really trying. Like right now, I, I was really going hard. Um, since last June, looking for work, new work, new job, you know what I'm saying? And then I just mm. stopped. I just stopped because I felt like I felt like I was going against the grain of of where I should be. And if a new job is supposed to happen or a new opportunity is supposed to happen, it's going to happen because I'm I'm not forcing the things that I want to do to happen. I'm just doing it naturally. And when you do things naturally, you'll get random emails of, of good opportunities. You'll get uh, DMs of random opportunities. There's going to be clues that you're on the right track because opportunities keep coming. Um, so those days where nothing is going on, be, be happy that nothing is going on because a lot of people would trade their hectic ass week where they don't even remember the last time they ate for a day of nothing mm. it's not it's not a failure that you don't have nothing going on right now if you're somewhere in life and you don't have nothing going on right now it might yeah. be a time for you to reflect and take in everything you've done to filter out what you need to do and failure to me is only like a bad thing if you give up mm. and giving up is a weakness for many people uh giving up is something that many people crutch on because they're uncomfortable with not knowing what's going to happen. So they sit in shit that continuously keeps repeating itself, good or bad. Mm -hmm. And people need to learn how to use failure as like a, a step in the process. It's not yeah. a failure because no, you shouldn't go this way. This is horrible. This is a stupid idea. You'll never make it. It's failure to show you that you need to find another way to make what you want to happen happen. This is not the way this person that you thought you were going to go in business with is not who you need to go into business with. This, this, this engagement that you thought was going to happen did not pan out because this person has no good intentions for you. So just write it out. Stop trying to force it to happen. You don't need to give people ultimatums to be around you, be your friend. Uh, romantically or anything like be completely yourself move at your pace and be cool agreed agreed so ladies and gentlemen you have been listening to another episode of loud mouth stereo hopefully you like this one if you did not trust me next week will be even worse because not only <laughs> is the topic a little bit different but I, I'm coming with the heat next week. This one, I just need to get off my chest this week, so I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate Shan for allowing me to speak. Um, normally, we have little two-hour episodes based off of this, and I talk too much, but next week, I'm going to give Shan the floor to say her shit because even though you can go on Stereo Live and see what we're going to talk about next week, I can guarantee you when you hear it and see it, and more importantly, comment on it because we would love to hear y'all live, it, it, it can only go up from there. And we will be back next Wednesday at, what, what 9 o'clock Eastern time. If stereo allows, so stereo, please, like, fix yourself. But, Shed, like, I appreciate you allowing me to have this show. 
especially since the last show we did was at literally the the tail end of the summer and we didn't get the one that I wanted done. So mm-hmm. now I have to redeem myself by making next week even more fire. So I want to say, what, what is the show for the next episode next week? Um, it's, uh, um, it's my topic, episode 16. I'm going to yes. tell you. Hold oh. on. I'm going to tell you. Redcircle.com. I had to clear out my tabs because, you know, mm-hmm. saying the girl had to dab into there last night. <laughs> Uh, well, I pray. Well, well, I, I will say the actually because no, we're doing. I think this time we're doing every other week. So you're doing next week, September twentieth is um no September twentieth is yours. That is not yeah. choosing to waste our time. So that is your episode, yeah. and then for the episode that I wanted to do, which is October eleventh, um, y'all see it if you're on stereo. It is the role reversal episode, but. There's going to be some caveats to this show because Gigi and Baylor will be a part of the show, but y'all don't know what I have in store. Y'all don't know what I have prepared for y'all. Shan doesn't even know yet. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be special. She, she doesn't understand what's going to happen, and I'm not going to let her know until October 1st. So on, t- on October 1st, Shan, I will tell you exactly what we have you know, to do for that show, but then Baylor and Gigi won't know until we actually do the show. I think, like, I don't even want to give them a moment to kind of, like, give their spiel. Um, but a, a little cliff note for anybody who wants to know just anything, because I know Baylor, like, sometimes he listens to the show. I'm just going to say um, his last three episodes are going to tie in to the the role reversal episode. Let me just say that. And we're going we're gonna to start incorporating... So, some games that episode because I feel as though it, it's been dang when's the last time we had a show with Baylor and Gigi that was that was a during long the pandemic time ago. yeah um so I I want to make that show like really successful it's going to be a long show I'm telling y'all that now it's going to be at nine o'clock but it's going to be a long show and then um I I want to get E Ruth and Kev on the show like I'm I, I haven't seen E. Ruth in months. That's going to be I hard. Um, they moved back to Atlanta, but they were super busy. Well, we we gonna have to do that by the end of the year because we are, ladies and gentlemen, in November. At, you know what is? That? I forgot the actual the the loudmouth day, so to speak. But I want to say this was November of dang, what was that? Twenty twenty. So we'll be technically doing like a damn like a three year anniversary at some point in November. So. I want to do something for that as well, because um, I, I want to say I want to say it was 2019, but then I'm like no, because we were like fully in the pandemic in 2020 because we had the lockdown and stereo didn't come out until 2020. So hopefully we have like an anniversary episode. That's something I wanted to have down the pike. I do want to do a friendsgiving and force Drake to do it. So you know, even if it's not on stereo, it'll be something virtual. So we just have a friends given because I don't think I was a part of one last year or I was drunk and forgot that I was there. So definitely a friends given one. And New Year's is on a Sunday this year. So even though we never podcast on Sundays, I don't really have any plans at all, Shane, for New Year's Eve. So if you wanted to do something, like if you wanted to just coordinate like a podcast show, 
like mm-hmm. that would be nice for me to do um because um we have to remember around those times mm-hmm. if the post if it's not pre-scheduled the post mm-hmm. might be crazy um yeah. and also i don't know if certain platforms will implement a change yeah. where how the show is constructed can it be dropped so i don't know we'll see yeah yeah because what what i did learn and this is my fault not shans was when you try to schedule multiple shows out in advance what happens is it doesn't start them on time so when i say start on time like it'll alert me like a minute before the show so say if the show's at nine o'clock at 8 59 it'll start calling my phone and I'll join the call, but what will happen is it'll freeze the device if it works. So you guys heard it tonight where at one point I was kind of choppy. It was because the platform we use, stereo, sometimes it, it's going through its own personal hiccups. So I guess what's happened now, what should happen is I will start scheduling them in advance so everybody can see them. But I'm also the day of, I'm going to kind of like cancel the appointment or cancel the conversational to talk and then i'll just redo it so it, it just there's no way they should mess it up at that point because when i talked to stereo they told me that yeah if it's been in the system for longer than two weeks it won't like sometimes it'll have its hiccups because they do an update every friday so mm. but then again i just think they're kind of fucking with me because i talk so much shit about <laughs> them they're like nah let, let, let's just fuck his shit mm-hmm. not everybody else but just his um I have nothing else to say. I'm excited for next week. I'm scared about what Shanna's going to have in store. Um, but I can tell you, she won't tell me in the voice notes. She never does. Ne- <laughs> never brings it up. So I- I'm, re- I'm excited for Wednesday. We got a message before we get out of here. Go for it. Shan and Greg, shout out to the both of you. Stay spectacular. Keep doing your thing on this app. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Swiping through to see what's up. What is going on? I'm spectacular. Close it's, it's to spectacular. Yeah, it is good to see some of the the same people who like they left stereo, but now they're kind of like coming back. I know it's spectacular. She's been on here though. Like, but I saw um, Shamik. I saw him on Monday. Uh, I saw Thotty Scotty or something. This was a, a while ago, like maybe like a month or mm. so ago. We were doing a sports desk. Saw him. Um, I saw one of the witches, not both. I think she does her own personal thing. But I saw her. Yeah, like stereo. Just I, I want them to pay me again. I know that sounds fucked up. <laughs> I, I want y'all to pay me again, please. They like, are doing some kind of tier to pay people, but I don't. I don't even know how you get paid off of it. But I want them to bring back weekly competitions um make it engaging and if they do drop another round of quarantine i feel like it'll bring everybody back in here yeah um and you you know i hate bringing up the news and entertainment and shit like that but this is entertainment but it's more so news like the way that they're talking about like the 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 strand and everything like that like they're saying it could be the not as bad as it was but they're saying yeah we may be back in the house again for from what i was told roughly four months Mm. four months 
Um, now, mind you, it's September now, which means that, say, if they implement this from what they were saying, like November 9th, because th- that's like the, for them, the, the peak of flu season. So mm-hmm. if we end up inside, uh, I'm just letting y'all know this now. Um, and if they bring back contests, you're going to see more of Shannon and I. We, we may have yeah. to go and just do the shows that we did previously and then just do like four years later. How do we feel about that? Because there, there are a few shows I've gone and listened to. I'm like, has my opinion changed since then? And or uh, few... Greg, will, Greg will finally release the shows that he hasn't. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So y'all ain't going to give me too much hell about this. Um, beca- because I did, I did drop a show. And one of the, the, the guy who I did the show with, right? So he listens to the podcast and he messaged me. He was like, Greg, did you re-release the episode? I was like, no, it just never came out. He was like, you've been sitting on that episode for two and a half years. I was like, it was content. Dang. He was like, bro, you got it. He was like, you got to release the shows, man. He was like, how many more? And, Shan, I've gotten better. It's no longer at 16. There are like six, <laughs> there's six shows now that are like still in the vault, right? And one of them I've, I'm refusing to put out, and it's because the audio quality was bad. This was, and, and I think you'll probably remember, because um, you, you came into the show that day. That was the day that, we had done um, Young Black and Bothered, right? And we started the show with a dope. We started the show with a dope enough or whatever. So we did like the music and everything. But Q and I know I'm, you know, you'd be like he was at the bar. Q wasn't at the bar. He had a sm- like his smoke detector in his house. He didn't change the battery. And I'm trying to listen to the audio, Shannon. I was like, bro, every 17 seconds it was just like a a cricket chirp, and I was like, I can't do this shit. So y'all are never going to hear that episode. You're never going to hear. Um, I have a rule when it comes to like the audio now. And Ian has given me like the blueprint. He's like, if your audio is this bad, don't publish it. But he's like, that episode, he left it just so I could hear it as a test. And I almost published it until I heard that, that smoke detector going off. And I said, yeah, never again. Um, I do want to do a show, Shane, about... Um, the like the platforms and stuff so riverside um zoom and all that. i want to talk about like podcast technology because there's some things that i've been learning just like from like podcast reddit and stuff that they're like really innovative and i wasn't really expecting podcasting to take the i guess like the position it's about to take in the next few months because and this is like me just like kind of spoiler alerting it is people are using like not just AI, but like they're going and creating like caricatures of themselves, like AI mm-hmm. versions of themselves to do podcast episodes about topics based off the history of their podcast. I've never seen this shit before. And I, I want to do my own research about it. I'll send you the, the link as well. But what you like, say you'll see those like, um, like TikToks and you'll see like a person at the bottom and at the top. And they'll be talking to each other, or you'll see like a room of people like talking as a podcast. Think that, but these aren't the actual persons. Like it's not them. It's like it's their actual face. Like it's it's them, but it's an AI version of them talking about topics that they would either talk about or topics that they wouldn't talk about. And it's all AI. It it's it it's almost scary how it's gotten, but 
there's a girl who's on um a woman i'm sorry that's on instagram and she had like posted about this platform and she was saying most of her instagram content is like that but now her podcast content is going to be that as well because it notices the cadence and flows of her like you know her podcast and her voice and her tone and people said that they couldn't tell the difference of it being her or someone else so if we get to that point in podcasting where we can essentially just you know type in a topic and it just talks as if it's us i think that's gonna be scary because they're not gonna be able to tell my whole story so there's that but just like opinions and shit it's gonna get wild but y'all stay tuned um that may be my replacement episode shan it it has been a pleasure talking to you i'm ready for next week so we shall see we'll see but we will see y'all next week peace y'all later oh thank you